the request and the demand for foot traffic data is huge. What makes this very unique is that you have a traceability of the data. You can see where people enter, you know, how long they are staying and where they are exiting the store, for instance. Today on The Signal, using Wi-Fi to track people's movements without infringing on their privacy. We're going to learn about that from Bumby Labs. Welcome to The Signal. I'm Martha DeGrasse, here for Wi-Fi Alliance. This is our podcast, where we bring you the inside track on Wi-Fi. These are meant to be smart conversations with industry leaders. We want to deliver a new perspective on the growing portfolio of Wi-Fi technologies that we see changing the connectivity landscape. And today, we are thrilled to be joined by Staffan Liljestrand. We are here in Sweden to talk with the founder and chief science officer at Bumby Labs. Staffan, welcome to The Signal. Thank you. So let's start with a brief overview of Bumby Labs, your mission. It sounds like you've been in business since 2011. Is that right? Yeah. Actually, the embryo of Bumby Labs started already in 2008. We see an explosion of smartphone and new ways how people use the device. So we began research in 2011, and I founded the company a year after that. So first years, we ended up doing indoor location for big retailers, such as Wi-Fi. In 2011, we installed the first smart city in Sweden and got a lot of media attention for that. At that time, there were a lot of discussions in the society about GDPR, privacy regulation affecting the whole EU. So Bumble Labs, this small company, was targeted by the Swedish Data Authority in 2015. And uh, to make a long story short, we come up on top of that and was actually officially approved to collect Wi-Fi data for foot traffic purposes. So wait, let's mm. let's dive into that a little bit because yes. there is a little bit of privacy concerns. Yes. H- how did you negotiate that? It was really difficult. Back in the day, we did what uh, most of the companies do today is we hash the MAC address. We uh, try to anonymize it. But what the data authority said that it's still considered personal information. It's okay. traces of personal information. And so we really have to redo everything. So when trying to explain, because this is a bit of a black box for us, obviously this is what people are investing the company for. This is a, you know unique for us. So what we do is we collect the data, we anonymize it uh, directly as we collect the data, uh, and then we discard the MAC addresses. We don't use MAC addresses at all. So 2015 was a really difficult year for us, but it was really the best thing that could happen, happen to us. So the data authority pushed us to invent new technologies that today brings huge value to the company and our partners. So still today, Mambu Labs is the only company officially approved by data authority. And that's really why many big companies you know, decide to work with us and trust us. Can you name any of your customers? Yeah, we have that big telco, Telia, for instance. Good. We use with Seeker Delta. We use with a lot of Wi-Fi internet service providers. So some of them are here today. And also some of the big Wi-Fi manufacturing companies like Rackus, Comscope, for instance. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And all the data is collected by Wi-Fi? Uh, yes, we use Wi-Fi to collect the data in order for us to have a sample source, but we use the other data sources as training data. So it's a neural network uh, AI model where we use, for instance, uh, camera sensor data uh, to train the data models. I'm sorry, camera what? Camera sensor data. Camera sensor yeah, data. Yeah, yeah. so uh-huh. AI cameras. The challenge with using cameras for foot traffic is obviously privacy as well. Uh, in EU, the restriction is quite hard. And in many cases, we see that even in the US and in other places also. So I think that this privacy and how we anonymize the data is what really makes us stand out, I think, in the crowd. 
So are you keeping an eye on privacy regulations globally? Are you active in the U.S. as well? Uh, yes, we are. When we were approved by the European Data Authority in 2015, we thought that we're going to have a couple of years in Europe before anyone else could do what we do. But still today, it's seven years and nobody done it. So what we see is growing demand for privacy-friendly all over the world. And both the US, we see the similar legislation in Brazil, India, most of the Indian companies we work with request that you have a GDPR approval. So we see there are a few markets that really doesn't care about privacy, but most markets do. And we see a huge interest and growing interest in in the US as well for privacy-friendly Wi-Fi data. Perfect. Okay, great. So everyone who connects to a Wi-Fi network in a venue is captured by your software? No, you don't need to be connected to the Wi-Fi. So what we listen to or collect data from is passive data. So it's when phones do a probe request and search for Wi-Fi networks. So it's passive Wi-Fi data from the access points. So in many cases, these days, we collect 80 to 90 percent of the citizens in specific location. And many of the Wi-Fi analytics companies use the Wi-Fi probe request, obviously. But since the challenge for privacy is so huge, they need to have a consent. And that's the reason why many connect. So you can have a consent from the user. But with our GDPR approval, we collect the data and, and we can do it privacy friendly. So we push the data in our neural network algorithms and give accurate foot traffic data as output. It's an AI model where we use a lot of other data sources to train the very unstructured Wi-Fi data. So we focus on utilizing the GDPR privacy approval and to bring value to our partners. And there's a huge demand for privacy-friendly foot traffic data and the industry is screaming for new KPIs. And so foot traffic is just sort of one slice of the whole location-based services market. Is that correct? Yes, yes. And why did you decide to focus here? I think that uh, the industry from the beginning has focused a lot on, on the active data collection where people log on to the network. You will have a lot of companies doing that on airports and, and similar. But the request and the demand for foot traffic data is huge. So it's nothing new to collect data for foot traffic. Traditionally, it's been IR sensors and cameras. But what makes this uh, very unique is that you have a traceability of the data. You can see where people enter, you know, how long they are staying and where they are exiting the store, for instance. So I think we see growing demand on foot traffic data and this brings new kind of KPIs to the table. So uh, as I mentioned, you know, early a lot of the companies did IR sensors. Today they're looking for much more complex KPIs. And does faster Wi-Fi like Wi-Fi 6 help? It doesn't really, we utilize that, but it doesn't really, it's a potential for us as well. But in many cases, what we do is we use existing hardware. And the reason for that is that it's scalable for us. So we use existing hardware. We are integrated to all the big ones and many medium-sized hardware uh, manufacturers as well. So we collect that data. So it's passive data collection. So we're really collecting a small amount of data. So Wi-Fi just a possibility for us to collect that data. But obviously there are things in Wi-Fi 6 to take this technology further, I think. Sure. Mm. So which part of your customer base do you expect to see the biggest growth from? Service providers? Or where do you think the biggest growth in the market will come for you? I think Wi-Fi internet service providers uh, is the fastest moving for us because they see potential for new revenue streams. It's potential for them to add as a layer on already existing infrastructure that they already have customers in. Okay. Uh, so so th- this is where we see uh, our fit for the market. And I think it's a great opportunity for our partners as well to utilize you know, existing hardware. Many obviously want to push more boxes and want to sell more hardware. Uh-huh. But I think just adding this is really easy for 
for our partners to add this software layer and collect that data and do it in a GDPR privacy friendly way and to add new revenue. So I think uh, Wi-Fi Internet, uh, WISPs are, are the most focused for us part. Okay. But obviously the telcos are also interesting because many of the telcos have huge installations of Wi-Fi already enabled. So many of the big telcos we already work with, but it also, again, regarding already installed access points. Already installed. Mm. So looking at the end users that they in turn market it to, where do you think the biggest opportunity is? I think for the end user would be because we have we are working through a partner network, and so the end user would be everything from retail. That's that's a you know a given. All of the retailers in Europe have a lot of Wi-Fi installed already, yeah. uh, and they are using some kind of foot trafficking technology, often quite basic and old. So there's a transformation of in the, the industry for new KPIs, and just in Europe alone, there are 1.9 million retail stores. If that translates to some kind of opportunity, that's two. 0.3 billion US dollar a year opportunity for foot traffic data just in Europe retailers. But what we also see is that the data can be used for many other cases. So we see no post-COVID optimization of offices, use of office spaces. We see heating and cooling of buildings. Oh, uh, really? So, yeah, so that's a really strong case right now because of the energy prices in Europe. So when there's more people, the more climate Yeah, control. so they use it uh, because uh, in many cases, Bumble Labs are, are focused on providing good foot traffic data, mm-hmm. but it can be used for many you know, use cases. And these use cases is to optimize heating and cooling and, and ventilation. So we have that in a huge uh, airport. There is a pilot where we use our data to, so to speak, optimize that. And and the energy saving consultants think that they can reduce energy by 20 to 30 percent. And that's, that's a huge that cost huge. For, for many re, uh, real and estate And that's companies. interesting because a lot of those systems mm. are becoming connected as well yes, to the same network. Yes, yes. So it's a way to do it without having IoT devices on them and also really big installations. And uh, again, in many offices, you already have Wi-Fi. So it's, it's perfect for us to, to use that. So we see a huge interest in that. So actually, it's the drivers are actually the consultancy firms because they see a potential for adding consultancy hours to their partners <laughs> and, and the customers. So they want to uh, build cases about how to optimize office spaces and heating and cooling. That's really interesting. Okay, great. Do you anticipate any outdoor opportunities like parking lot utilization or do you think everything will be indoor? No, we often see because uh, when we connect to the telcos, I often use the term macro-micro. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's the macro-level data. You can see how people travel from city to city. Uh, but with the micro-level data, you also can see stores and both indoor but also outside the store. So what we call the capture rate, how many people are the passers-by of a retail store, for instance, how many of them are actually converting into the store, and after that, how are them transformed into buying customers. So that journey is really interesting for the retailers, I think, and also a lot for the smart city because the resolution of the telco data is is not built for smaller streets. It's more uh, bigger areas or zones in in the city. So we don't see telco data as a competitor. It's more a a complement to our data. So that's the reason why the telcos work with us. I think. Makes perfect sense. And you said you also work with the biggest AP manufacturers. Yes. Can you name them or say how many or you can't? We can't name all of them, but it's official at least with Ruckus Comscope. So so we work with them. We work with them. Excellent. Yes. All right. Thank Mm. you so much. Mm. Stefan Liljestrand, founder and chief science officer at Bumby Labs. Thank you so much for being here on The Signal. Thank you for having me. 
And that is our show. As always, you can check the show notes for links to the resources we talked about today. And for all things Wi-Fi related, go to y-fi.org. That's Wi-Fi Alliance. Thank you so much for joining us on The Signal. Please join us next time.